1: And welcome back to Cancel Too Soon, the podcast where we review television series that lasted only one season or less. My name is William Bibbiani. I'm a film critic for IGN and The Wrap and CriticallyAcclaimed.net. And everybody calls me Bibbs. My name is Whitney Seibold and I write for Downton
0: Abbey. Neat. Uh, yeah. Th- that, it's... I hear that's coming back. Is it? Like
1: they're doing a TV da- movie or something? Uh, down,
0: downtown Abbey. Yeah. I know Dan Stevens was on that show. Like, that's how For the sure. world knows Dan Stevens. That, initially, like,
1: and then he left and everyone was mad. Yeah. Because so. he was the protagonist.
0: No, <laughs> take were, him out. Like, what do we
1: do? I don't know. We'll figure
0: yeah. it out. Watch uh, The Guest is what you do. It's such a good movie.
1: <laughs> uh, so, hey, everybody. So this week on uh, Cancel Too Soon, we're doing something uh, pretty recent. We've taken a lot of ventures into the past Mm. Uh, lately and we realize That there's a whole bunch of newer stuff That we're, we just haven't been covering lately Also cats are fighting in the background I don't know if you can hear that but that's mm. fun
0: We're recording in an alleyway So if you hear drunks throwing bottles And like motorcycles zooming by And the garbage trucks going by And steam coming up through steam grates It's
1: all part of the ambience Yeah the whole a- oral experience that you get from listening to cancel too soon. I, I've,
0: I've suggested we record an, uh, an episode like while driving in the past. Ben, you always say that's such a bad idea. I think it'd be a great idea, especially if we get into an accident, because then we'd have a record of it.
1: But it'd be our fault because yeah. we were well so. distracted. Why would we want a record of that?
0: No, officer, it wasn't our fault, really, because your podcast says otherwise. The one you published, like an idiot. Damn you, podcast! <laughs> Damn you. But we, but we had such a good conversation. It was fun. Uh,
1: this week, we're talking about a relatively recent mm. uh, British series, a British horror comedy series that aired in America on Netflix. But uh, 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 elsewhere, mm. elsewhere. It was on E4. It was on E4. Mm. Elsewhere. Elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, um, well, let's just get right into it, shall we? Mm. Let's talk about Crazy Head. Do you want to tell me what happened? I see people. Their faces, like they're burning inside. Hey. That's right. You the things you see, I see them too. What are they? They're demons. People like us hunt down and shove holes up their asses. Big pole. Right up their arse. That's insane. Wait, Ow, what the? F-
0: should have pinched your arm. So this isn't all the fuss is about. The situation's gone out of hand. You're telling me that there are demons running around all over the place. All the time
1: I was growing up, I felt like a freak. I can't do this without you. Brand new Crazy Head. Coming soon to E4. Crazy Head. Or it was, as it was originally announced, Crazy Face. Crazy Face. Which I... Think tells they're both very different titles because wasn't, wasn't one wasn't would crazy be, face like a GI Joe character it sounds like it maybe it was crazy legs. Crazy Head is a story about two young women who can see demons and decide to fight them. Mm. Crazy Head um. delves into kind of the theme of the opening episode in which our protagonist Amy is actually uh, getting out of a mental institution Mm. and has been taking drugs to prevent her from seeing horrible things like people who are demons. Uh, And over the course of the pilot, she is introduced to another young woman who... Mm says no, Ra- that all Ra- Raquel. He introduces Raquel, who says that all of those things she thought were horrible, paranoid delusions are actually one hundred percent real, and they need to kill a bunch of people. Mm. So, Crazy Head tells you that okay, this is a story about someone who may or may not be crazy, and that I think is the most intriguing aspect of the show. Crazy oh. Face would probably refer to all of the demon's crazy Crazy faces faces. that she sees. It's a small difference, but it makes all the difference in the world in terms of expectation. I think that's interesting.
0: And they should have gone with crazy face because it is made very explicit really early on that there's no ambiguity to what she's saying. Yeah. That that it is all very true. It's all confirmed. Uh, There are bad guys who interact with other bad guys openly without either of our protagonists looking at them. Yeah. Uh, And... And it's Buffy the Vampire Slayer ripped off wholesale. You know, that's the
1: thing. I watched the pilot uh-huh. a while ago, actually, and thinking to myself, oh, I should watch this for the show another time, and I'll mm. just sit down and watch it all then. And the pilot I was very, very intrigued by because I really did think that—because there was an episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer in which Buffy became convinced that this reality in which she lives, in which vampires are real, mm. and her best friend is a witch, and all this crazy stuff— all of this must mean that she actually snapped and she is in a mental institution okay. and she started having visions of being in a mental institution. And at the end she had to oh, that, choose which a, world a lot, she was A lot of shows do that, a lot of fantasy sci-fi shows. But, but the thing about that episode that really messed a lot of people up was mm-hmm. at the end of that episode she chose to stay in the world of vampires. Okay. But the last ep- uh, the last like shot in the show mm-hmm. was her parents in the mental institution just so sort of, like she's gone like that's like the sad ending of total recall nice so like there's a lot of like plausible deniability about whether the entire show is a dream so i was actually looking forward to maybe seeing a show that really delved into that possibility
0: that that some of this demons well like maybe
1: I think, maybe they are hmm. you know mentally ill and you know they can find strength in that and solidarity in that and we can maybe confront some serious issues well, about, or maybe but, it's real and you can just play with that and well, and if, make that part of the central dynamic
0: it would have been great if it was a show about mental health but it's not mental health is thrown out the window she goes off meds and she starts seeing demons and they do have a conversation about it in the, the our two, pro- two protagonists have a conversation in the first episode about how those particular types of meds are really well known to prevent you from seeing demons, and yeah. there are some other people who have gone off these meds and they start seeing demons again. That's mental illness stuff. Yeah. That's like uh, there are some uh, some people who do have hallucinations or they do have these uh, sort of uh, schizophrenic. Uh, fantasies yeah. uh, that they deliberately go off their meds to experience because they feel like they're kind of alive, or that's the only way the world really makes sense. They're really connected to something
1: a, through these delusions. There's a really good movie called The Voices, mm-hmm. uh, starring Ryan Reynolds as a serial killer whose pets talk to him and tell him to do things. And the way that it's directed by Marjan Satrapi, the author of Persepolis,
0: who also directed <laughs> the
1: animated version of Persepolis, is it's very bright and cheerful and kind of like John Watersy, like him hairspray kind of thing. Everything's really colorful in. until he starts taking his meds and that's when he realizes the reality of a situation and he realizes how terrible it is and he immediately like gets rid of the meds. Like mm-hmm. it's the reality. Yeah. He can't handle so, reality. This makes more sense to him with his cats talking. This is so safer. Th-
0: there there's a conversation that conversation about how they, they need to stay off their meds to fight demons it's like okay so this really is going to be about mental mental illness and that experience of you know debating whether or not you want to go on your meds. It's really undercut, though, by Raquel. Uh, Raquel, let me look up the actress's uh, I'll, name. I'll, I'll, I got it right here. Okay, okay
1: so uh, Amy is played by Amy, is the protagonist. Uh, she's the young woman who gets out of a mental institution at the beginning. Uh, she's played by Kara Theobald, who was on Downton Abbey. Hmm. She's on a show called Absentia. She's probably best known right now as the voice of Tracer in the video game Overwatch.
0: <laughs> okay. So if
1: you play Overwatch and hear someone, you know, someone drops a bomb on you and then mm-hmm. teleports away and says, Chance, love! That's her.
0: Is Tracer like the mascot character with the orange
1: goggles? Yeah, that's Tracer. Uh, And Raquel is played by Susan Wilcoma. Uh, who has done a lot of like smaller roles in in British TV? She was on a show called Chewing Gum. Uh, she was on a show called Crashing, and she's also done some video game voice work as okay. well. Uh, they're the main two protagonists. If you're
0: a British actor, I think you get to do a lot of video game voices. I imagine you do. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. Raquel, um, like rather than coming across as like she says a lot of really broad, brash things. She's uh, foul mouth, libidinous. Mm-hmm. Kind of, kind of crazy, fun, silly kind of character. She's not
1: that silly though. There's a melancholy to her because she Mm. has no filter, and she knows that not having a filter, like talking about things, like oh, and this is what she like. She lives with her brother, Mm. and it's like she talks about what he called their mother's private parts as part of a casual getting to know you conversation Mm. with Amy, the girl he clearly likes, and she Mm. sees no problem with that, Mm. and she is aware that that leads to. Well, like it, it th- th- that leads to loneliness and isolation, and people don't want to be her friend. And well, as a result, here's someone who sees see, the demon she sees, and now she can yeah. have that friendship. Uh,
0: she never seems sad about that show. Sure, she does. She, what are she, you she, about? she seems. She always seems like she's in control to
1: me, and she she comes across I like. She's, a, I think she's got a huge defense mechanism going. Oh, yeah. Like, we see her bummed the, out and talking to her brother.
0: I, I feel like they got her because they couldn't get Rebel Wilson. Like, she's playing the Rebel Wilson
1: type. Granted, she's playing that type, yeah. Yeah. I'm she's sure. playing a similar version of Rebel Wilson's character. So, but the Rebel Wilson mm. in specifically in Pitch Perfect, I know is what you're thinking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's She owns, like, a lot of the negativity people throw at her. Yeah. Uh, Raquel does not. She lives alone with her brother. She has no other friends. She has only one outside interest, and that's Pilates, which she only goes to once a week. Mm. She, she actually um, she, she sees a, a therapist the whole time and he talks about all the various difficulties she's had with socializing and mm. all as a result of this all the expectations she puts on other people uh, whenever she meets them to be to be her best friend not just to be mm. an acquaintance but to be her best friend mm. and people can't live up to that. Unfortunately, he's a demon who's trying to unleash the gates of hell mm. and destroy the world. Oh, uh, why is that all?
0: Why is that the only thing demons want to do? Well, like I guess wait, what you, do you I want them you, to do? I guess you got to have a goal, and you know, like you yeah. have to wait every five hundred years. So yeah, they're just biding their time, waiting for these rituals. These are demons. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't they be doing like causing more mischief, like corrupting people and tempting people to do evil things, and like actually committing acts of evil well that that's a big problem with i have with this series the demons are like so many movie demons and tv demons just have like one plot and they kill a couple people but we don't get to know what they i understand they're demons
1: but we never see them at work we never see them doing demon stuff we do here's the thing in buffy buffy went on long enough that we did We got to see a lot of just uh, casual demons. But I imagine that wasn't until
0: like fifth, sixth
1: year or so. They really delved into it by then, but it was Mm. earlier. But my point is is that with Crazy Head, Mm. it's a really short series. The first season was only six episodes. Well, that's British TV. The seasons run shorter, but yeah. My point is they still didn't have a lot of time. Mm. It was very focused on the protagonists. What I think we have here and what I think... I wouldn't say it works with crazy heads so much as it works with just the way society works right now. We've had a lot of conversations on our other show, Critically Acclaimed, when we talk about superhero movies, about how superhero stories used to involve secret identities. And now mm. people live out in the open. Yeah. People, people throw their personal want, lives out on want, social want media. want recognition, yeah. So the first Iron Man movie ended with Iron Man just telling the world, no, there's no secret identity. I'm Iron Man. Mm. Throw, throw me your praise. And imagine if there was no series.
0: Like it was supposed to end there. It, there was no planned sequel. Well, I'm sure they wanted one if it was a success. Well, uh, yeah, but you know, it wasn't one of the. When Iron Man came out, the MCU was wasn't an idea just yet.
1: It was. A, it was like it was a, an, a, an idea. At the end of the movie, they talk about the Avengers. It was an idea. It, it was an idea. In, it was, in, a, it was in, an unformed idea, but in, it was an in, idea. In
0: interviews, John Favreau said that was a cute Easter egg for fans. It was not a setup
1: for anything. Not a direct setup, okay. but they were allowing they just, for it. No, they it just was took, an idea.
0: They took advantage of it after the fact is what happened. It was an idea. Yeah, okay.
1: uh, but, uh, but what we have here is when you think about the, sort of the conventional monster, mm-hmm. like a, not like a serial killer, like a proper monster, like yeah. vampires Super, and werewolves. Supernatural creature. Creatures who are used to living in the shadows used to living in small numbers, and if they live today, they have to live in intense secrecy, otherwise we would know about them. Right. Imagine how frustrating that would be in this world, where everyone lives out of the open, where we have people, you know, who live lifestyles that were previously uh, uh, scorned and illegal, and and now they get to be free and open, and then we also have horrible people who believe horrible things, who Hmm. are marching the streets, (laughs) proud of the horrible things that they believe. Uh, They get to be out, and demons don't? Yeah, I would want to like flood the world and just say, "Here we are, deal well, with oh, it." Um, like that's their that's their goal. We,
0: we should also clarify that these aren't demons like who step fully form out of the gates of hell. These are like demonic spirits who are possessing earth people.
1: Yes, uh, and indeed, according to this this show, pretty much anyone who's ever just like flipped a switch and killed a bunch of people mm-hmm. possessed by a demon. Yeah. Like like it implies that like. Grace, or at the very least, decency is the core of the human condition, and that anyone who actually is monstrous is possessed by a demon, Mm. which is actually a very optimistic viewpoint <laughs> for a show that is very cynical in its construct mm-hmm. and in its attitude.
0: It's, it's a, it's a very flip show and it tries to mine a lot of humor from the fact that these demons have to live ordinary lives. Yeah. Um, the demon, like the main demon lives as a shrink Yeah, and he just happens to be one of the protagonists' shrinks.
1: Yeah. The uh, um, main, main demon is played by Tony Curran. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might know him uh, from league of extraordinary gentlemen where he played the invisible man. You oh, may also I didn't see him in that one. <laughs> you may also yeah, know him yeah. from Doctor Who, which he did multiple episodes as Vincent Van Gogh. Oh, nice! And those okay. are very, very well. Those are like considered some of the. The Vince Van yeah. Gogh main episode is considered one of the best episodes of the David Tennant years, so that's actually pretty good. Yeah, great. I, I oh, like wait, that episode. It, no, no it, was, was
0: that, it was Matt Smith. That was Matt that Smith. That was a, in, a Matt Smith the, episode. You're right, it was. Because it, it was Karen Gillan. You're right. My bad. Because they, there were all these jokes about how they both had red hair. You're right, and I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> totally wrong about that, but it is still considered one of the best
1: Matt Smith episodes. Right. Um, he also has, like, his, his main lieutenant is a demon named Mercy, played by mm-hmm. Lou Corfield, and she has possessed a single mother. Yeah. And frequently, when she's in the middle of, you know, kind of ritually sacrifice people, she gets a call from her babysitter, mm-hmm. and she's just like, ah, oh, that damn, can, can damn stuffed monkey, it's probably under the couch. It's always under the couch for some reason. Can,
0: can you stay for, like, an extra hour? I, I, I really gotta stay out. No, see... That sort of humor, funny, juxtaposition.
1: Also, you're a parent, so
0: you really get it. Oh, yeah, no, I totally get it. Like, oh, gonna be a half hour late. Is he asleep? Oh, take him outside. He likes that. And, um, there's... and it does actually build some character for her. Like, well, whereas... it, it builds some character, but this is a shtick I've seen like a hundred times before. Mm-hmm. This sort of extraordinary creature in a banal situation. Yeah. And in Let's fact, that that's Joss Whedon's stock in trade, was sort of a, a flip self-aware attitude in the face of
1: something extraordinary. That's his one joke. <laughs> True. But there are moments in Crazy Head that I actually appreciate with that character of Mercy mm. where uh um sorry, Amy. Yeah, Amy and Raquel, mm. they like go to her house to kill her, and then just when they're about to kill her, she has like her like th- what's her like three-year-old? Uh, I pretty think young. I think he's
0: like six or seven, but yeah. He's
1: pretty young though. And mm. uh and she's they're just like, I'm gonna put him to bed.
0: Mm-hmm. Now we then we can do the yeah like stuff. she
1: actually cares about the kid and in fact that actually leads her to mm. do something if not heroic then not entirely evil mm. by the end of the series and I thought that was actually almost gracefully handled just because they it's one of the few plot points they didn't hit over the head with the hammer they just let it happen <laughs> they just let that character yeah. be affected by humanity and have it dictate their actions and that worked for me so okay. I thought that was actually one of the better subplots uh, she she in is
0: a. I guess she's got sort of my favorite character because the two leads are a little bit too broad for me, and the villain is a little bit too broad for Yeah, she was the only one who had like a little bit of humanity. But probably- I guess I like the brother as well, just because. Yeah. Uh, Raquel's
1: brother... Uh, played by H- Arinze Kenny, Uh a- I think a- I'm pronouncing that a- right. A.K.A. Super Handsome Hot Bod Man. Yeah, from EastEnders, and he had a small role in Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Okay. Um, yeah, he's, he's the normal brother. He's very supportive of his sister, Raquel. He's taking care of her financially. Mm-hmm. He has a job. She doesn't. Um, and he's got a big crush on Annie, who... Likes him back, but has to sort of romantically get involved in him with him in order to sort of distract him from all the horrible things mm-hmm. that they're doing.
0: So, yeah, there's the the scene where she like in like the the awkwardest way possible seduces him. Yeah. And essentially, like standing is like we're gonna do sex noises, right? Just let's just start grabbing at each other. This is really awkward. Can we just go to the sex
1: part? She just <laughs> yeah. what she does is like so like she's got to keep him out of the kitchen so Raquel can talk to a demon. Mm-hmm. So, but he's about to like listen. I'm just gonna go grab a beer. And She's like no, and she just grabs his crotch. Yeah, <laughs> and then just holds it. Doesn't do anything to it. And, and just holds it. And he's like, is this? Are you coming on to me? Yeah. And he just he just grabs her breast. Yeah, and she's just like okay. And he's like, "You want to go to the bed? No, this is what does it for me. <laughs> just <laughs> like, oh yeah, cute moment. This is a mm. that's a funny moment. The thing is, is that once you realize that there is actually nothing fundamentally wrong or ill mm. about Amy or even potentially Raquel, um, you realize that a lot of their behaviors just no longer feel justified, and they just feel kind of awkward, like." I get people are awkward and mm-hmm. socially awkward and that these are people who obviously have trouble making friends because at the very least they're used to people thinking that they are not all there. mm mm-hmm. Um, I'm using a lot of euphemisms here as someone who has suffered from mental health issues for pretty much all his life. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm well aware that different people have different ways that they prefer to talk about it. So, uh, I'm definitely trying to be as respectful as possible while also treating it as the show does as a plot point. Mm -hmm. So if I'm using a term, a terminology you don't approve of at home, I apologize. I'm trying to be as tactful as I can while still discussing it on the show's terms. Mm -hmm. Um, so just letting you know, I am thinking about that. (laughs) All right. Um, but, yeah, when you take away the idea that there's actually anything, like, mm. un, like unwell, um, all you really have is a bunch of people who just sort of act weird because the writers want them to. Yeah, well, And a lot of the scenes are just them being weird for weirdness's sake, and it it's, just loses
0: it's manu- everything. It's manufactured quirk, and you can tell by the attention paid to the demon's plot and the show's mythology mm. and the particular type of humor, and in... Case in point, it's affability. You can tell that there's no actual quirk. There's no weird people Mm -hmm. behind the scenes making this show. It's people who are, you know, enamored of a very certain kind of in genre humor yeah. just trying to repeat jokes they like look
1: they're they're trying uh, you already nailed it they're trying to be Whedon-esque and, yeah, yeah. For, for, and, and Joss Whedon and all of the writers on his staff most of whom have gone on to other great things as well so I'm not going to give them mm-hmm. all the credit for it but Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel and Firefly one of the things that they did was you know a lot of shows and movies have taken on something fantastical and treated it in a very humdrum day to day way it's one of the reasons why mm-hmm. Ghostbusters works so great yeah the the Joss Whedon canon, what a lot of shows tried to copy from it, dealt with it in a very contemporary conversational way. Right. There was very uh uh just people hanging out, like almost like a clerk's kind mm. of thing. If if when they were talking about the Death Star, it was a place you could actually go to. <laughs> like so what I think Crazy Head is trying to do is it's trying to get that sort of uh freewheeling conversational relationship comedy. Uh, What are they going to say next? How are they going to phrase it in a way that's going to make us laugh? But Buffy the Vampire Slayer actually had, like, every character had a reason why they behaved the way that they behaved. They had uh, a psychological makeup that we could wrap our heads around and understand and sympathize with or even find annoying. But they were consistent. Here, everything is really frantic all the time. Mm -hmm. And the protagonists in particular really suffer from that because they really don't get to exhibit any sort of consistent behavior yeah, that well, makes them relatable and
0: makes them understandable. And this is why I, I contest your point about Raquel being like sort of having this melancholy about her. Uh, she's always up. She doesn't like I don't feel like she like I said before, she didn't have that moment of sadness. And when you look at around her. She talks about how she can't make any friends. She makes all kinds of friends rather easily. I don't see any awkwardness. Uh, She sees a boy that she thinks is cute. She has a conversation. She goes on a date. There's no difficulty for her there. She lives her brother. Her brother likes her and helps her, and she's never at odds with her brother. They have a few awkward, funny moments, but she's not alienating her brother. She meets Amy. She gets along with Amy. She tells Amy rules. Amy gravitates towards her. She's an appealing screen presence. You know, I don't
1: buy that she's awkward. Awkward. (laughs) You know what? Yeah. You're 100% right. Yeah. I apologize, because you know what? I I do think (laughs) that the show is trying to convince you of this through the text. Yeah. Like, over the course of the series, and we're going to go through it in episode by episode Mm -hmm. in a minute, but uh, over the course of the series, she does acquire a love interest, Mm -hmm. and um, they're pretty good together, and there's a moment where she kind of, like, almost cries a little bit because they just had sex, and she just never thought she'd have anything normal like this. Mm -hmm. And the show is telling you that, and I think... To her credit, mm. that Susan Wakoma is a good enough actor that I bought those little moments, and I mm. and I saw the humanity in an otherwise really uh, uh, arch character. But you're right; the text of the show doesn't actually support that, mm. and it doesn't actually show you this in action, which is part of the problem. They show too quickly. Mm. Tips its hand and just says all the demons are real. Yeah, it should,
0: yeah. they
1: should. That should. If they're going to do that, at least wait a few episodes. Right. Let's right, leave right. us some plausible deniability for a bit. <laughs> like it, you're right. I, you're 100 mm. percent right. I rescind. It's like I rescind.
0: There's a there's a character in when they introduce Cadet Tilly in Star Trek Discovery. Oh, they say oh she, that she has like uh, I forgot the actual terminology, but she has some sort of autism. Like yeah. she has trouble relating to people. And yet, like two episodes later, she's going to a party and she's talking to guys she's encouraging people and she's having a great time there's beyond that one scene where it says oh but but I'm on the spectrum but you never do anything on the spectrum that's a problem you behave
1: like a really friendly approachable person people want the characters on their shows Mm. to like overcome their hardships Mm. they want them to of course we do you do need to show it. You need, and to, if you, you need to show the hardship
0: that they're overcoming. The, they, ju- the first, they just overcome it instantly. Their first
1: storyline cannot be them overcoming their hardship and then they're fine forever. Uh-huh. That's what you do for like a character who shows up for one episode and then we never see them again. Mm-hmm. You know, with, like, with the
0: aid of our main yeah, characters. Their story
1: yeah. is done. The protagonist's story needs to continue. And although Crazy Head does deal with them sort of, sussing out whether or not they have a meaningful friendship the big questions that it asked of us and the big sort of moments of interest that it it peaked in me were resolved too quickly. Yeah. Let's talk
0: about the first episode. Okay. Remember like Sweet Vicious where they like actually bothered to build an actual... They actually uh... have a
1: lot of things in common. In fact, the first episode is actually not dissimilar mm. in a lot of ways uh, where you have a character who stumbles across the other protagonist basically beating up some guy in an alley mm. for, and it turns out that that was entirely justified and then they go off on a more beaten up dudes spree and they develop a friend over that time they have first plot point someone dies and they have to dispose of the body and they've never done that before which is the
0: exact same plot point at the end of the first episode of Sweet Vision I'm
1: not accusing anyone of anything but it is a direct parallel uh huh um, so I'm sure it'd be interesting to watch them back-to-back to, back to see well, the, what Sweet Vicious does right mm. that Crazy Head kind of well, does Well,
0: that first plot point in Sweet Vicious, like those first two episodes of Sweet Vicious are actually pretty bad. It's mm-hmm. not until, like, they start focusing on the characters and their relationship that it becomes a, the great show that it
1: is. I wouldn't say so much that they're bad so much as it feels like they're focused on the wrong thing.
0: Yeah, like the tone is
1: off yeah, in it, those first two it's, episodes. It's like, are we supposed to be scared for them? Are we mm. supposed to be scared of them? Is this right, going to be like a, like a... silly?
0: Uh, what, what uh, is this just dark comedy? What are we going for yeah, I here. don't know.
1: I don't know how bleak this is supposed to be, mm. and uh, they find their they found their tone quickly. But you're right; the first two episodes were mm. uh, uh, not the best. The first episode of Crazy Head is called "A Very Trippy Horse." I forget why it's called that. The, they
0: <laughs> totally they they, named, they, they the episodes after like flip jokes that they just sort of threw off in the episode, yeah. so the titles don't make any immediate sense.
1: Um, so we we kind of talked about this. So the episode actually opens with one of those. Uh, Here's something weird, and then 24 hours earlier, kind of thing. And, right. Um, it it opens with uh, a young woman being kidnapped mm-hmm. by two mysterious people in scary masks. She's brought to a warehouse, and then she recognizes that one of the people in the masks is her roommate, Amy. Amy and Raquel have killed, have uh, kidnapped Amy's roommate, and they're going to perform an exorcism. The exorcism mm. involves peeing on her.
0: Because mm. cause ha ha, ah. ha ha ha. Uh, There's a moment it's like, and also like we have to hold her down. Okay, you have to pee on her, and then she whips her head around her and says, "What? Didn't you read the instructions before the kidnapping part? What if What if, if you needed like supplies you didn't have? Yeah, okay. And also, also we need a goat. We need a gallon of goat blood. Oh well, we're in a warehouse already. Maybe we should have thought this out a little better. We,
1: I could have like just like gone in like a jar, and we could have just had that. It would yeah. be a lot less awkward. <laughs> There's so many things. You'd think they would, like,
0: have a practice run if they're kidnapping somebody.
1: Well, time is of the okay, essence. So, but I would still read it first.
0: Yeah, yeah at least read the list. See yeah, if I, there was anything you might need.
1: You, have, you, have you ever, like, tried to bake a cake and then realize you didn't have enough eggs and you should have got them while you were Make out? because like, you oh, I gotta go get eggs.
0: In fact, we did an... This is completely unrelated. But we did, we did a, a, an exercise when I was, like, in the fifth grade, maybe, where we were given a list of instructions and we... Uh, Instruction number one was read through the rules and then perform the tasks. Yeah. And I think rule number. I think, like, right down at the bottom, I think it was the last rule mm. was now that you've read all the rules, only perform three, eight, and 16. Yeah. And I'm sure other schools have done this as my well. My mom
1: did. My mom was a teacher. Uh, that was the first thing she did every you know, year give everyone a pop quiz. Mm. And the first, first instruction was read all the instructions. The mm. last instruction was thank you for reading all the instructions, draw a picture of a duck, mm. and put the test down. Yeah. And you know what?
0: <laughs> Nobody passed that test. No
1: one. And, uh, I think one person did, and we were right. all very impressed.
0: Yeah. So. taught us a very important lesson that day in the fifth grade (laughs) that I've carried with me ever since. Read the instructions. Always. If you're going to commit it, if you're going to to do an exorcism, read the instructions instructions first. You don't want to be blindsided
1: by something. So uh, we cut back to uh, Amy uh, uh, being told that she's well. She doesn't have to take her meds anymore. Mm. Um, She works at a bowling alley with a guy who clearly has a crush on her, but is also a skeevy jerk. His, he's, not a,
0: he's not an asshole. He's just... He's the J... Char- he's the, the Randall character from uh, Clerks.
1: Yeah, like, know. he just... He has no filter. Uh, he has a crush on her. He never actually, s- s- like... Says, like, the most inappropriate sexual things, and they just sort of yeah. laugh it off. Well, because he's not actually, like, threatening, but he's incredibly uncomfortable. Yeah. And... But they, they, they like him, and they keep him around, and he has a car. It feels like the kind of character that, like, they think the audience for Crazy Head is... It's the kind of character that a poly
0: Shore fan writes into a screenplay in 2018.
1: Yeah. Uh, to to uh, his credit, uh, Lewis Reeves plays the character as well as mm. anyone could. Yeah. It's not a great character, but he he manages to take some really unwieldy, yeah. uncomfortable dialogue and mostly get away with it. And mm. that's not an easy task. And good for it's, him. It's 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 your Ted Raimi type. Yeah. Could see Ted
0: Raimi or or Seth or as long as we're on Buffy, Seth Green. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, so anyway, she works at bowling alley with this guy. One day, she's out at a club, and while she's out getting some fresh air, she sees a guy who's a demon. Demons in the show look like they've got fire inside of them, like the oh, tree they- monster from A Monster Calls, and and
0: uh, and like big chunks of their faces are missing. Like they yeah. have no lips, and you can see their teeth through their cheeks. They and look like kind n- of kind of desiccated,
1: really tiny, burning. Versions of a, of the uh, of the giants from Attack on Titan. I'll take your word for that, because I don't
0: even know what that is. It's a thing. <laughs> um,
1: and then she's uh, rescued by Raquel, who beats the crap out of him with one of those telescopic rods, which are really mm. badass. Um, and and, uh, and
0: it turns like you have. I'm not sure if this is a joke or if they actually have to sodomize the demons with those rods, because they constantly talk about shoving those rods up butts.
1: One of the demons does die from a from a butt stuff butt rod yeah
0: yeah I, th- I think butt rod is like the one the of the sh- ways to... the show's comedic way of disposing a demon yeah not uh, through the heart it's 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 uh, up their bottoms Awkward, funny humor. These are the it, jokes. It, it didn't. It didn't make me giggle. Not once. That, no, that, that wasn't a very funny joke. Uh,
1: there, there are things that made me laugh in the show. This mm. isn't one of those shows where I'm watching it stone faced the entire time. Mm. I think there are enough jokes and some of them land. And I think yeah, not, no. And, I think and, it's it's fast paced and vi- and really vibrant and it's trying to be. Mm. It's trying to be good fun, and I think it succeeds enough, but, like, it, 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 it's not. It succeeds in sort of fretful fits. Yeah, it's, it, do, it doesn't feel like it's got a sure mm. hand. Anyway, so she meets Raquel, and she Raquel says, yeah, demons are real. Totally real. Promise mm. you they're real. By the way, I just got a uh, uh, head word of my therapist, and Jamie's like, oh, well, maybe I am. Still Mm -hmm. a trouble. But then another demon attacks her in a pretty scary attack at a bowling alley. It's not really a scary show, but the bowling alley thing was actually shot pretty well. Yeah, um, She's trying to crawl through that crevasse where, like, the bowling pins get dragged Mm -hmm. away. That was kind of scary. And then fights the demon. Mm -hmm. Uh, The demon ends up possessing her roommate, Suzanne... And that's Ro- their
0: roommate and best fr-
1: again, best
0: friend on paper. I didn't really mm. buy that. They had sort of a close relationship. They
1: don't have any time Cause, to because yeah, they're it. they don't
0: have any screen time. They don't do anything together.
1: So uh, they're going to they kidnap her. They uh, are going to exercise her. There's a fun bit where someone they know like is next to them at like a red light mm. and he hears the, the pounding from their trunk. And he's like, is something in the back of your trunk? Yeah, it's my dog. Isn't that really cruel to do to a dog? It's green, Go, go, go. And they just pit it. Mm. And then the next light turns red and the guy just pulls up beside him. I'm just saying it's really, it's not, it's not really bad name. to do yeah. that to a dog. <laughs> like that's actually a funny bit. Yeah. Like, I haven't yeah. seen that quite in the movie. That's pretty funny.
0: Just catches up with them at the red, next red light. Yeah, that's,
1: that's pretty mm. cute. Um, And the exorcism goes really bad. Uh, mm. It works for a second, but then your roommate just dies.
0: Well, the demon gets out, but, yeah, it's also fatal, and that's not a part they've mentioned.
1: Yeah, well, they, that wasn't intentional. Uh, Rachel said so she didn't know that would happen. Uh, and now they have the body of her dead friend in their trunk, and then in the next episode, they have to figure out what the hell to do with that. And they think to bury it in the woods. Yeah, because they've seen movies. Yeah. And there's, they, they're burying her friend. The, the, and a, the, the
0: scene I like is when they go shopping for shovels.
1: Yeah, that's something that I've seen... Uh, Shallow Grave is the other movie I've seen do, do that and sort of make a sort of thing out mm. of we've never killed anyone before and now we need to, to buy disposing of body supplies. Right, and it's just one of those things like like when you're young and you're buying stuff that maybe you shouldn't be buying like condoms. So you buy a couple <laughs> well, of will, other no, things.
0: You, you should be buying condoms, no, but you're just embarrassed to buy them. You're embarrassed
1: that <laughs> people who live in your area will know that you're having sex. Oh. That's right. you should be buying condoms mm. if you're having sex. Yes, mm. that's true. But, like, you're embarrassed to be buying condoms. So you throw in a couple of other things, just sort of like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, I came in for the soda and uh, mm-hmm. some steamed rice and uh, cat litter <laughs> oh, <there's>, and condoms. <laughs> you know, it's going to be a weird evening.
0: <laughs> Love the, there's a, a, a sort of a, a reversal of that joke in The Simpsons where he, he wants to buy illegal fireworks, but he knows that's a little verboten. So Homer goes into the convenience store is like, yeah, I need to buy... Uh, let me get some condoms, some of those porno magazines. Let me get some of those disposable enema kits and some illegal fireworks. <laughs>
1: it's like, like that's the one embarrassing thing. Here, the guy they just go into the thing. And it's like, hey, you wouldn't happen to have any shovels, would you? Mm. And the guy's just like, why? Who are you burying? Dun dun dun. I'm kidding, of course. We have shovels. Can we have two shovels brought up to the front of the thing? Which is funny, because if you think about it, if anyone ever does ask, now everyone remembers the shovel ladies. Well,
0: And if I work in a hardware store and, and people come in in the middle of the night and just want to buy two shovels.
1: I need two shovels, uh, a hacksaw, and a huge ream of human-sized plastic keys.
0: I have gigantic plastic body bags. Mm. Do you have any
1: acid? Like, Like giant tubs of acid.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that that stuff, you pour down your drain and uncollect your drains, but it's also good for dissolving bone. Yeah, I need like a a, lot of A couple gallons of that. Yeah.
1: (sighs) So they bury her, and then they bury her. And they get get a soda. And they get a soda to cover it up. Take the curse off of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, They bury uh, the best friend, and then Raquel gets spooked and accidentally kills a rabbit, and that makes her cry, because that rabbit didn't deserve nothing. And Amy's like, we just buried my best friend, and you're crying over the rabbit? Mm. And that was kind of funny.
0: Um, But as it turns out, that best friend... Uh, yeah, not as when,
1: dead as you might yeah, think. When,
0: when, when you die, it turns out like, you brush up against the stink of evil, and it gets off on you, and she comes back essentially as a vampire.
1: Yeah, they call her a revenant, mm-hmm. but basically she needs blood, so I don't know why they didn't just call her a vampire. They're just and trying they, they, to put their they, own stamp on they it. They don't even say the V word. I mean, yeah. yeah,
0: It's, like it's, you drink it's not like it's You're, a copyrighted word. I think yeah. it's
1: because she can be out during the day. Oh, okay. That, that's like the big key difference that she can mm. be out during the day. So uh, she tries to she tries to kill a bunch of people. Mm. They have to kidnapper. her. They take her out to a cabin in the woods. Well, they, uh, I, I think they, they're just going to keep her there so she can't eat anything while they try to figure out
0: if there's a cure.
1: Right. It's the plot of the remake of Evil Dead. Mm. Um, except she's a drug addict in Evil Dead and not trying to kill anyone yet. Um. While they're there, uh, Raquel meets a, a guy who also joins her at the only place on a hill uh, where you can get cell phone reception. Yeah. Turns out, uh, I'm just going to skip ahead.
0: Yeah, it ter- turns out he's a, a demon, demon fi- demon fighter. A demon, demon fighter.
1: Yeah. Not all demons are evil. Mm-hmm. Some demons are okay. <sighs> and it turns out. They're freaking well-
0: demons. <laughs>
1: well, <laughs> they're agents they're of still- hell. demons are people too. No, they're not. They're demons. (laughs) That's the point. (laughs) Here's the deal. If a demon is just someone who wound up in hell, and we do eventually hear a demon talk about how he spent like 700 years in hell, Mm -hmm. and now he's back on Earth. He's super excited. It means they're people, too, which means there is some sort of reason why you go to hell, Mm -hmm. which means also that if you're just a person, it is possible to well, I mean, you, you, repent and okay. and uh, want to be a better person, but now it's too late because of the system, man. <laughs> and it's like you could talk you can have a conversation about how hell works, and they never get there. Mm. So maybe I mean they do establish that demons can be okay, and it turns out that Raquel's father was a demon. So she's half demon. Yeah. Then that's really important because they need a half human, half demon to open up the portal of hell. And that's the big plot point. Of course they do. And that's the big, big, Mm. big plot point.
0: And they can't do it unless she gets really, really mad. So they try to capture her and make her really mad by doing things that she would get mad at.
1: Yeah. Meanwhile, Amy also discovers that in addition to seeing demons, she can predict the future in her dreams. Unfortunately, it's one of those dreams where it's like. Really useless. You get little bits of stuff. Yeah. So she has this dream. She has a dream of people running through the woods and then she sees it and she realizes, okay, I have prophetic dreams now. Great. And then the next prophetic dream she has is the guy Raquel is dating behind Raquel kind of reaching out to her dramatically, Hmm. but he doesn't hurt her. There's actually no context. Mm. It so it's hard to say if he's a threat uh, or
0: Wouldn't it be great it, like wouldn't it be more useful if he saw her like saw him like beating her to death or doing something actually violent in this premonition? I, I premonitions
1: are so useless so much of the time mm. in drama. Like I actually like I've had premonitions that were more useful than that. <laughs> like I actually have had dreams where mm. actually it was just like okay, mm. I don't know the answer on this trigonometry test. But in my dream, I saw this question, and it was C. And I got it right. All right. (laughs) It could happen. Maybe it was a guess, but I remember dreaming about uh, the test like a couple of nights before. Because I knew I didn't know the material, and I just went with it.
0: Those weird kind of psychical things you get occasionally, like those prophecies or those senses of deja vu, those are the, the exact feelings you can't film. Yeah. You, you can't make cinematic. It's, you just have Archidip- to put it in dialogue. Oh, I had this weird feeling. Well, we can't feel that as an audience. We just heard you say you had a weird feeling.
1: My wife and I have a, a, it's a like, drinking I think, game from when uh, we watched The Good Witch, a show I talked about, I think, recently, mm. um, where uh, it's on the Hallmark Channel. It's about a witch, and she lives in this small town, and the witch stuff is almost never important, and our mm. drinking game is you take a drink, and if you want to join in, it's on Netflix. Mm. Watch, watch, the good, watch The Good Witch. Here's when you drink. You drink anytime someone says the words Greyhouse because that's the name of her house yeah. and people say it all the time. <laughs> it's always awkward. You take a drink anytime she makes a big deal about giving someone some fancy herbs. You know, like, "Oh yeah, yeah, this this candle has been infused in amber and it will light your way." Yeah, mm-hmm. okay, take a drink. And and the other thing is every time she just says something like I had a feeling you'd say <laughs> I have a feeling that if you went to the deli, uh, then you'd figure out how to handle this situation. And sure enough, the person out. at the deli is their, yeah. their long-lost grandfather or something. If you, if you went to the
0: deli, you might be full of pastrami. Mm, that does mm, sound good. That sounds great. But I like, think I'll get some pastrami. But
1: like that kind of, like, I just had a feeling, you're right. You can't make it cinematic. And mm. ultimately, when when that's your thing and you're always right about stuff... It just turns you into a character who's always right all the time, and there's a limp justification. <laughs> and it turns you into someone who's really mm. kind of smug and insufferable. So, it doesn't work. Yeah, it's and, hard and, to do psychic and powers for, in, for the, in movies. For the
0: last few episodes, she's running around trying to protect Raquel from this vision she's having. Yeah, Amy, not the uh, Good Witch. A- Amy, sorry. <laughs> no, the Good Witch just shows up in the show. Why not? Yeah. Also, Sabrina.
1: I had a feeling your, your best friend was going to turn into a Revenant.
0: Uh, so, they just... She's in a car with... I forgot the character's name Slacker dude Oh, um, oh Horny slacker guy Jay Jake Jake Close J- Jake and silent bop. Um, <laughs> <bop>. Bob Bob <laughs> Bob Sure why not I'll t- I'll, it's late. with a K at the end. It's Bob. late. I'll, 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 do, I'll do the dumb jokes. Um, yeah, she's just racing around in a car, trying to track her down, just yelling, no, no, no. And she has nothing else to do. And she like, has she has no-, no no other plan. She doesn't know what is going to happen at the end. She's just... She
1: doesn't even know for a fact ch- it's going to be chasing,
0: bad. chasing Raquel, screaming at her for, like, t- three episodes. So
1: they kidnap... Uh, um they couldn't have Amy in mm. order to piss off Raquel so she'll unleash, like, all the powers of hell or whatever. Mm. And then Amy, like, grabs a gun and pulls it on Raquel's new boyfriend. And Raquel's just like, whoa, I thought we were buds. And then there's a big thing and the gun goes off and... The dude actually, instead of reaching to hurt Raquel, he was jumping to save her, and he takes a bullet. Uh-huh. And you're just like, saw that one coming. Yeah. But then in the next episode, we find out he was actually working for Hell all along. He's a double him, agent, and him betraying her romantically is what's supposed to send Raquel over the edge.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, that's
1: no, fine. It's, it's fine. okay. It's, it's, it's not c- great. It's, it's contrived, but it's fine. It's not great, uh, and and it all ha-
0: it all takes place at like a demon rave. Because it's 1998
1: all over again. But what I love about the Demon Rave, and mm-hmm. I love this... For a couple of episodes before the demon rave, you see the demon's party planning.
0: I, th- I did appreciate the party planning scenes. Yeah. They
1: have to make flyers because they mm. need to make sure a whole bunch of people are there because they get possessed. And if they're not there to get possessed, it's going to be really embarrassing. <laughs> so they really don't want to do that. And they have to like get their own costumes because mm. it's Halloween. and uh, They I've have vo- to cater. And like they, someone uh. delivered the ice sculpture too early and it's going to melt. And I just like the idea that here's this villain who's going to kill everybody mm. and like, he still has to deal with bull shit party planning and Again, that's kind of funny
0: it, it's an old joke but that that particular telling of it is kind of cute it, it works pretty well yeah.
1: uh, the roommate who got turned into not a vampire she's also kidnapped in order to get Amy there Mm. And they don't feed her so that when they trap her in an elevator with Amy, she's going to eat Amy. Mm. And she then. Did,
0: guess what? She doesn't eat Amy. Well,
1: she, she has like a little nosh, but then she <laughs> attacks. She has a little nosh. And then it. she attacks one of the demons and jumps out of a window because she doesn't want to live anymore and mm. she dies and gets decapitated. More on that later. Um, the party goes on raquel is betrayed she gets really angry a mm. bunch of demons get unleashed there's a speed but not all of them not, well it takes time this is a it's, thing it's that,
0: like they're lined up at a door and the door's fling open but they can only sort of march through single file
1: this is this weird thing like whenever there's like this ticking clock to the apocalypse mm. it's always a ticking clock and then I always expect like just all the bombs to go off at once and mm. there's actually always like more to it than that well now the launch cycle begins <laughs> and I, I appreciate that that that's actually a thing Uh but like there was a joke in team america about this where kim jong-il was gonna like had a countdown to when he was gonna like release the nuclear bombs or whatever it's like ah the countdown yes two one ha ha you failed the countdown is over we will now destroy all of the world in five minutes! Yeah. <laughs> and that's how a lot of these things go. There's an episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It's like the season two finale where Angel is going to do exactly what they're mm. doing in this show, which is unleash the hell mouth and like drag every one in the world into hell or whatever. And he's got to do it by like shoving a sword into a statue or whatever. It's a thing. It's just this ritual bullshit. Sometimes and, I
0: think I need to catch up on Buffy just to know what the hell people are talking about. But here's the deal. But I don't want to see the show.
1: <laughs> I imagine that when he was going to like do the thing with the statue and unleash all of hell, mm. the, this sort of like the floor would open up like all of a sudden. Yeah. You know, like you just release the drain in a tub and just go... <laughs> yeah. But instead... It starts opening really slowly. Like, it's the size of a fist. And then, like, five minutes later, it's like... I don't know, like, the size of a pizza. Mm. And that's pretty big. Like, it is going to kill everybody by the end of the day. But you have time. <laughs> you have time yeah. to seal that sucker up.
0: It's, uh, it also, like, in, in these things where demons are flying out through a hole in the space-time continuum, and they're coming out through hell, and they're coming out one by one, you see them, like, wisps flying through the air. Yeah. But if they need, like, physical space to fit through to come out onto this realm... Then th- those little wisps exist in physical space, mm. and that makes them a like a lot more since they're tangible, that makes them a lot less threatening. You would think if like there's even the smallest crack that corruption could instantly infect the entire world. Well, think
1: of it this way. Think of it this way. Mm. they They are like energy or or mm. inc- incorporeal, but they are like they, they do exist.
0: yeah. But if they're they're just energy, they could.
1: Here's my question: energy could be infinitely small. (laughs) Here's my question: Uh Let's say you're a ghost, you're incorporeal, Mm. but you have like your physical shape. You're walking around like you. All right, it's a movie trope. It's probably not how it would work, but so so I'm I'm actually like five foot ten, and I yeah, like Beetlejuice, you know, like you you got that thing. You can walk through walls and shit, and that's great. Mm. There's another ghost. Can that ghost just stand in you? And if so, can another ghost and can another ghost and can another ghost? Or does that cause some sort of problem? Maybe that's the sort of thing. Maybe it's like I have this glass of water and I have this glass of water and I need to keep them separate or they're not the same glasses of water.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So I can't really put them in the same bowl. Because right. then I can't extricate them. So maybe right. they need to be separate. So I, I can wrap my head around I, it. I have
0: Kool Aid you know, and I have brine, and I don't want to mix these two things. Exactly. Right. So
1: one demon is Kool Aid, one demon is brine. <laughs> that's <laughs> my, that's in my head, that's how this works. Kool Aid and brine, they're cops. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, oh, by the way, if you're from Tennessee, coolicles are a thing.
1: Like just Kool Aid icicles? L- or no,
0: Kool Aid pickles. Like, pickles soaked in Kool-Aid. It's an actual delicacy. I think it's Tennessee. I that saw this thing. Uh,
1: uh, there's uh, there's uh, some people like putting peanuts in their bottles of Coca-Cola. Uh,
0: just sal- salty and sweet. I, I can kind of see I, it. I see I the even salty even and it. sweet, but putting the peanuts in the bottle seems kind of uh, gross to me.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't... Mm. But someone's you know,
0: got to do it. I, I'm, but I'm one of those weirdos that has to keep my, my jelly and my peanut butter <laughs> separate.
1: I had a roast not that long ago that was... Um, uh, mm. What do you call it when you like you you soak your meat, marinating? Marinating, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's almost two in the morning. Cut me some slack. <laughs> I had a roast that was marinated in Dr Pepper, like on purpose. That, that's a thing. I've that's heard actually of that. it wasn't bad. I've, yeah, I've heard it that. It was does... not bad. I liked it. I liked it a lot actually. So like it's a it's a thing. You can oh. you can marinate your demons and mm. all kinds of demons. So. <laughs> <laughs> My point is, why didn't they send the marinated
0: demons through? Why do they have to have the the uncured demons? So hey,
1: Raquel opens the passage, but then Amy gives her a big speech about the power of friendship. So Raquel closes it, but some of the demons got through. It's hard to tell how many. The but main the, demon gets killed,
0: which feels like the pilot to another series. A like bit. the demons just got out, and now we got to track them down. Well,
1: series, and then it like then there's a bit where like it seems like everything's okay, but then Jake had been infected by a demon, and so they had to perform an exorcism on Jake, but that turns mm-hmm. out okay. And then it cuts to like a couple of weeks later, a couple of months later. Mm, and then are just badass demon fighters they're just now. There's just a ton of demons just all throughout England and they're fighting them all and that's kind of where it ends. The, the, Except- the, the
0: last shot is they have their extending rods and they're running in unison yeah. and they cue, and like, cue the obnoxious MTV soundtrack, which is which we haven't mentioned yet. Oh, well, yeah. The, the music supervision is just all over the place. We're not going to do another
1: Freaky Links with Music By episode, mm-hmm. but just go back and listen to our Freaky Links episode and you'll get it again. <laughs> oh, um, we should have. I, I, I'd like to
0: come up with 100 more freaky band names. Uh,
1: We'll do it next time. All next right. time there's a show like this, we'll totally do it. <laughs> okay. um, of, course now it's
0: not a, of course, now the listeners are expecting it. Eh,
1: they don't know what show it's going to be. <laughs> uh, but the other thing that they reveal at the end is that Suzanne, who had her head chopped off when she left off that building, is fine. Like okay. her, she, she had her head sewn. I guess she can't die. Mm. So she's just out and about like with her head kind of awkwardly sewn back on her head, and she's kind of staring at him. Like, this could be important later. It's, it's
0: a big twist that doesn't make any sense, and frankly, doesn't really land. It's like a yeah. post-credit
1: stinger we didn't need. And then, well, I just sort of just like, yeah, there's more. Mm. We'll get, we get to it, there's going to be another season. Yeah. And it did okay, apparently, but yeah, there just wasn't enough interest, and they didn't do any more. Yeah. Um, if Crazy Head had lasted 100 episodes, which would be a lot for British TV, no. So, so look, like maybe let's maybe let's scale that back a bit. Let's say thirty. Let's say thirty episodes. 30. Um, I mean, listen, the setup is fine. There really isn't any reason why too funny. Leading mm-hmm. ladies with, you know, quirky personalities, yeah. uh, couldn't wander but around the, fighting various monsters. There's really nothing. The actresses
0: are fine. It's not like just that the, their characters are, are too cliched. But they needed to add some actual personality rather than this sort of manufactured flip humor, which I've seen Far too often in, yeah. in horror comedies, it
1: feels like the show is desperately trying not to be original, even though it has original elements. Mm. Again, the setup wherein we're not sure if we're if we have mental health issues or if there are actually demons is a great setup for a first for a series, especially mm. a relatively short series like a, like a British series, like a six episode uh, season. Sad- series. Sadly, you can they carry that for a while. Sadly,
0: man. that's not a premise; they just dropped it immediately.
1: Yeah, like that, that was something that only yeah. Crazy Head was really doing, and they hmm. immediately rejected it and went on to do something more like a lot of American shows. And it's frustrating because it just feels like there are individual elements here that really did have a distinct stamp or distinct personality, or there are actors here mm. who could have brought out more in their characters. And that ultimately gets the short shrift in favor of fast pacing, like digressive pop, pop, soundtrack, pop and, yeah. soundtrack, digressive conversational jokes Um, And it ends up feeling really unfocused. Um, That being said, Mm -hmm. it's also one of those shows where...
0: You can see yourself kind of falling in love with it.
1: I don't know if I can see myself falling in love with it. I can see the show getting better. Yeah. I can see after the first season, because we made all the episodes, and Mm -hmm. it's not like... you know American show, they don't do all 22, 24 episodes at once. And they can actually respond to criticism or Mm -hmm. reactions... Uh, we saw that uh, most notably when we reviewed uh, The Muppets. Uh, the more recent live-action Muppet show
0: mm-hmm.
1: started off kind of on the wrong foot. The characters were all there, but they weren't doing things that felt appropriate to the characters. And by the end of the show, by the end of the season, mm-hmm. um, after which it was canceled, unfortunately, by the end of the season, they, of course, corrected and it was working. Yeah. Like, yeah. really, really, really well. It took more than six episodes. Crazy Head could have done this season, taken a hiatus, looked at what worked, looked at what didn't, looked at what landed, looked at what people liked, and all the pieces are there to sort of make the second season just more focused. You know, you've already lost the whole like basic premise thing, but you could have like really brought it out and given it mm-hmm. like a, something a little different to do. I, so I'm not entirely convinced that it was canceled too soon, just because the pieces are there mm-hmm. and it could have been fixed. And I didn't not enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I just definitely didn't love it.
0: Okay, I I was just sort of bored by the whole thing. It felt so, so rote. Like, this is just a trail we had gone down before. And I agree. There were elements here. There are the correct pieces to build something much better. Mm-hmm. But given the lack of creativity I got from the show's creators in, this fir- in these first six episodes, I don't think that they really could have course-corrected. I don't think they were necessarily interested in it. Mm-hmm. I think they did what they wanted. I think this is the kind of show they wanted. Um, it didn't... F- it feels unfocused because they aren't ambitious enough to focus on anything else. It's not because they couldn't do what they wanted to do. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, I didn't, I didn't sense that something was about to break out of crazy head. I feel like this is exactly what we were (sighs) going to get in in all, in future seasons.
1: You may be right. Mm -hmm. Uh, The, uh, uh, the creator of crazy head was Howard Overman. Uh, who did a show called Misfits Which was well received and I didn't see He co-created Merlin Which was basically like Britain's answer to Smallville mm. Like hey let's do like this Teenage is the, King Arthur and this Merlin
0: is, This is the TV series not the
1: miniseries yeah. With Sam Neill like yeah. The miniseries with Sam Neill I quite liked It takes huge liberties with the story But then again so did the Merlin television series um, <laughs> Merlin television series I couldn't stay invested in it But it wasn't bad It was right. just episodic young Merlin mm. Arthur and Guinevere and it was fine. Yeah. It was okay. I, I I hear it got even better. Didn't grab me for more than a season. Uh, but uh, he also is doing a show called Future Man on Hulu, uh, which is like this time travel thing about a guy who has to prevent humanity from being destroyed. But apparently it's like, it's very silly. <laughs> okay. And I know a lot of people who really like it. But, um, yeah, Crazy Head. The foundation is okay, and then it just... Doesn't quite work Mm. But at only six episodes And if you feel like You've seen All the horror shows Out there Considering how readily Available this is It's on Netflix Mm. It's not a terrible watch Like you might enjoy it Like burn through it in a weekend Or something Mm. like that Um, It's not bad But I'm guessing you don't think it was canceled too soon? I don't think it was canceled too soon. I I, I don't need any more of this. I feel like the material was here that they could have fixed it. So I'm going to say it was canceled too soon, but I'm not super passionate about it either. All right. This isn't going to be one of the ones where at the end of the year I'm like, Mm. this deserves to be on our list of the best kids. I'm like, nope. Nah. But uh, there was enough potential, and I liked the cast, Mm. and it could have worked. Okay. It just happened not to. All right. Uh, So that... That is our episode about Crazy Head Thanks for listening Yeah, you guys are neat (laughs) Uh, Next week on Mm -hmm. Cancel Too Soon uh, It's the winner of our latest Patreon poll Uh, We did a whole big grab bag Just basically stuff people have sent us Uh Um, And we had stuff like Bionic Woman Mm -hmm.
0: Canterbury's
1: Law Starring Juliana Margulies um, Pan Am Am, Starring Christina Ricci and Marco Roby and what people went with, by a decent margin, mm-hmm. was Emily's Reasons Why Not. Yep, a show that is best known for being canceled after only one a episode. A single episode. No, they did release. They I think they
0: had only filmed four episodes. They filmed of those, a few episodes, so we have all of the episodes that they made. Luckily, yeah. when they released it on DVD, I'm, and we're going to be doing all of them. I'm
1: amazed they released a DVD of it. Just because, like, if like no it's one so cared, unpopular, yeah. yeah But uh, maybe it was
0: like one of the only ways they could recoup some of the losses.
1: Yeah. So uh, Mm. uh, yeah. So more episodes existed. We're going to review all the ones on the DVD Mm. um, and that will be uh, that. And we're going to have a couple more episodes for the end of August. But stick around because in September Mm. we're going to be reviewing shows that were canceled this last season. Yeah, which which we did last September as well. Yeah, and that's gonna be our thing uh, every September. We just sort of look back mm-hmm. at the shows that didn't last in the in the previous season. We're looking at some compilations. If you have any shows you're super passionate about, mm-hmm. uh, we recommend you tweet us. Actually, just so uh, it would keep them all in one place because we have a lot of letters that are about everything. So mm-hmm. tweet us at Cancelled Cast. Cancel with one L. Cast. Um and just let us know what your favorite shows were what the shows you thought were especially bad mm-hmm. is there anything you really want to hear us talk about that was canceled mm-hmm. over the last year. The one exception we're going to make is we are saving Inhumans for a later date. We're going to do another theme <laughs> month. We know yeah. Inhumans. We
0: know Inhumans and it's on our docket. Oh, we're doing Inhumans. We're doing Inhumans. But we're going to save it for
1: another time as uh, we have another theme month we're holding off. Te-
0: technically in the the Avengers universe. Yep. Yeah. The
1: only like major fail, like the thing that they just did not stick with,
0: like, I, like I,
1: Agent Carter got two seasons, mm-hmm. Agents of Shield lasted for forever, even Iron Fist got another season, and nobody liked nobody Iron, liked Iron, Fist. Iron <laughs> Fist. No one <laughs> liked Iron Fist. Mm-hmm. Like people, no one liked Inhumans either, but they weren't super vocal about it. Like people mm-hmm. outwardly hated Iron Fist, and uh, we get another one of those. And Inhumans are some of the makers of Iron Fist, so. <laughs> buckle up we'll be doing that in November <laughs> but in September yeah there's a bunch mm. of stuff that got canceled when we we're talking about mm. all of it meanwhile uh, you can also email us mm. uh, canceled too soon at gmail.com that's correct <laughs> I don't know, why I keep forgetting this I keep forgetting all of our email mm. addresses lately mm. we got that going on uh, and um, I assume we have a few letters we, we do have to a few letters to read today
0: uh, this is a letter from, uh, well, there's no name at the end. Ah. If, if you don't sign off your letter, I don't read your name. Well, like, uh, I, I know what your email address is and what your name is on the subject line. Yes, but some people don't, don't like to be referred I don't know th- well, what you want me to read, so I'm just going to say this is from Name, anonymous. name Redacted. This is from yeah. Anonymous. Uh, hello, fellows. Greetings from the hinterlands of Minnesota. Ooh. And no, we don't sound like the characters from Fargo. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, I thought I'd write you a missive about what I enjoy the most about listen- uh, when I listen to you guys talk in your podcast podcasts hmm. there's some episodes like in vampires where I know where I know going in what your verdict will be but the episodes that really catch my attention are the ones where I'm not certain which way you guys are leaning hey you don't know that we would have loved vampires no they, we could have loved it no they they, they know yeah, I guess you kind of know. They,
1: they knew. This happened to a small degree
0: with Legend, where it was obvious that uh, Bibbs liked it, but Whitney was less enthusiastic, and there was a little debate going on in my head which way he was going to go. Mm. If I recall correctly, the best example of this was Journeyman, about the mm. guy who travels the time to right wrongs. Early in that episode, both of you put forth solid arguments in its favor, but then pointed out things that were rather stupid. As the minutes passed by, I would say to myself, sounds like Bibbs liked it, but I'm not sure about Whitney. Then a couple of minutes later, mm. the opposite would happen. Kept me on my toes and made me pay attention. <laughs> Cool. Uh, Having said that, there's a lot to like like about the sure things because that's when you pin your ears back and just let loose. There's great enjoyment to be had just listening to to tear apart a really bad show. Sir, that's why we're here. Uh, It's just uh, that the podcasts that make me wonder exactly where you stand on a particular show are the ones I tend to remember. I look forward to every episode and will be a faithful listener to the end. Well, thank you for listening.
1: Thank you. Yeah, Yeah, that's great. mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Uh, Got anything
0: else? Um, Here's one from Keith Z through G neat or maybe maybe Z hyphen G. Maybe it's a cuss word that I'm not supposed to be saying. <laughs> uh, loved the brief digression <laughs> into talk of an Abrams verse TNG reboot in a recent episode. Oh yeah, as and even as someone who is not too enamored with the new movies, I do love the idea that you did so in an episode. Also brought it. Uh, also about a show featuring John Delancey. We brought it up on our legend. Uh, episode and imagined that one of the changes of the kelvin universe tng would be a lack of wesley <laughs> immediately brought to mind probably the best star trek novel q squared yeah i've heard now, about this one actually i've read
1: it well let's read what Keith has to
0: say i've <laughs> read q squared uh yes most of the star trek novels okay before i continue I'm reading this letter because I was an avid reader of Star Trek novels, particularly the Next Generation novels. Peter
1: David wrote a bunch Peter of Peter
0: David he? wrote the best ones, including Q-squared. Okay. Uh, all of the books featuring Q
1: were handed to Peter David. He was like the star. Yeah. He, he did the funny ones. Peter David was a funny comic book writer. I know him from mm. his comics. He also he wrote did, he did. Uh, the Oblivion movies for Full Moon. Really? That was him? Uh, he oh. did at least one of them. All right. Yeah. And actually, okay. here's the thing. The Oblivion movies? Pretty fun. Not bad. Pretty well written, actually. Mm.
0: I remember when the movie Cowboys and Aliens came out, uh, Full Moon repackaged Oblivion as the original Cowboys and Aliens.
1: Yeah, Oblivion was like uh, sci-fi. Sci-fi Western. Sci-fi Western. Um, With with aliens. Yeah, they were fun. Mm. Yeah, anyway.
0: Anyway, uh, yes, most of the Star Trek novels were cheap money-making tie-ins, but Q-Squared is actually a great novel and shows how a few subtle changes to the timeline can make for both fun references and tell stories different than what the actual Next Generation could. Uh, The shtick with the novels is they... There are strict rules you couldn't stray too far from canon, but you could a little bit. Like, uh, Q-Squared is about how Q, the John DeLancey character, was like a caretaker for Trelane, the squire of Gothos. That was a Q like character from the original series.
1: Oh yeah. 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 He had like this weird, like, mm. yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Now, there was a theory going po- around that po- that character was maybe a member of the Q
0: in the book. He definitely was, okay. but because the books are not Canon, yeah. they, you could do that in a book. Yeah. Anyway. Um, The main difference in the primary timeline of Q-squared is the one in which Wesley died in an accident as a small child, but Jack Crusher, his dead father, didn't die under Uh, Picard's uh. command on the Stargazer, and instead is now captain of the Enterprise. Okay. Uh It's fun. Uh, It goes a lot darker than Next Generation actually did, but all the characters still feel very much like themselves, and I think it speaks well to how well a TNG reboot actually could have fared. Uh, speaking of space shows, uh, I tried to buy you a. Oh, this is actually a, about a space above and beyond. Oh yeah. It just wants to recommend that. Uh, anyways, if Defying Gravity ever manages to find its way to the top of the queue, it'll be fun to hear you to uh, think if that one was canceled too soon.
1: Oh like, uh, yeah, too. we'll get to that eventually. Mm-hmm. We do have that. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're Trek fans. Mm-hmm. Whitney way more hardcore than I am. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it it overtook my adolescence. Yeah.
0: Star Trek was a big part of my
1: life. That was your thing. That's great. Mm-hmm.
0: What do you got there? Uh, Somebody wants us to cover Masked Rider. Uh, Long-term listener, uh, you guys have to do Masked Rider. It was a Saban attempt in the 90s to make money off of the Power Rangers. Just awful. It lasted one season. The problem with Masked Rider is the American version, Masked Rider, did only last one season. The show that it was taking all of its Japanese footage from... Common Rider yeah lasted for lasted for I think 650 years that said so, if
1: you can think of it as a spin off or something mm, like that maybe maybe um, it was only one season it was also 40 episodes it was, that's right it was a daily show yeah and I mean I'm not against it There I'm are a lot of, and again
0: there are a lot of shows we like especially animated shows we wish we could do but because they were daily shows that's hours and hours and hours of content yeah that we sometimes just don't have the time to get through I
1: wish we did that I said, wish that was all I had to do with my time
0: I that said, that Bever-
1: be great. Beverly Hills teens isn't our future. Oh, I think. it's only, yeah, that's, mm. we've been pro, that and Young Hercules. We will definitely get to both <laughs> of those, even though they lasted forever. Mm. Yeah here's a letter
0: from cody hello cody hi uh dear Bibbs and whitney i am glad you had the chance to check out legend uh i happened upon it a few years ago when looking for steampunk tv shows and recognizing richard dean anderson in it i gave it a watch at the time there was no dvd release and the only option i could find was uh on youtube then to my utter delight it was released on dvd randomly so i snatched it up when i discovered your unique podcast and, and your submission with list wish list i uh, just had to send it your way oh so cody was the one who donated yeah. Legend to us. Yes, and thank you. Th- for that. Thank you for that, Cody. Uh, I'm happy you both enjoyed it. I tip my hat to your contributions over 100 episodes. Sincerely, Cody. Uh,
1: yeah. yeah, thanks for sending that to us. Yeah, and, well, uh, we appreciate every donation we get. Mm-hmm. But you know, if we like the show, it's even better. <laughs> it's really great. Oh, and we've got some really fun ones arrive soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Lately, that I might want to try to get to. S- like sooner than sooner than later. Later. yeah. We have Benji, Zax, and the Alien Prince, which I really, <laughs> really want to subject you to, and I um, might actually really soon. Y- you
0: could just have me sandpaper my thighs. That I, might be better. Yeah, that doesn't go rub so well on the mic. Uh, I suppose not. I mean, it's we'd have gonna to do
1: be a video be, podcast. Of pretty that repetitive, one. yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Benji, Zaks, the <laughs> effing Alien
1: Prince. Oh my God! All right, uh, let's uh, let's do one or two more All short right. episodes. Okay.
0: Um, well, here's here's a long letter. This one comes from. Uh, Johnny X Starlight. We've we've heard from oh, Johnny yeah. before. Uh, hello, Bibbs and Whitney. I've done it. I finally caught up and listened to every episode of Cancel Too Soon. Yes, even the Crash Dummies episode. Oh,
1: you're the one. Yeah. Thanks for listening. <laughs> That's still our lowest our lowest listened to episode ever. Like no one can You know what? If
0: go back, listen to the incredible Crash Dummies. Just so we can get its numbers up. Because <laughs> it was my idea. <laughs> and we kind of did it like at the last minute. It's like, it was oh, it's... one
1: of those ones where like we lost something, like we had something, but then we couldn't find all the episodes. Yeah, so it's like, or...
0: well, here's just, a... it's like one episode is 30 minutes. Let's just do it. And, yeah. uh, and we like yeah.
1: decided to do it and then we recorded the episode like an hour later. <laughs> yeah. It's great. It's
0: great. Well, I, I was prepared because I had like watched it a lot as, as a teenager. But, but yeah. we had
1: time to watch it, but mm. it was only 20 minutes. Blah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Now, now that I'm all caught up, going about my day without you just isn't the same. Oh, um, mm. sorry. Well well, we'll, well, we'll try to catch you up. Uh, anyway, I uh, have some thoughts on a few things I felt were worth commenting on aside from my previous letter. To start, in your episode about Charlie Jade, you made a reference to a dominatrix being uh, beating a man to death with a wrench, and had a brief, humorous back and forth. That was uh, that possibly possibly being someone's thing. Uh, as I've been a real life dominatrix for nearly six years now, I can tell you, I can't tell you how many times I've had guys emailing me. Uh, asking if I really would truly literally castrate them or other things that you probably never think someone could possibly be into. It never actually happens for obvious reasons, but you guys, but, but guys get off <laughs> yeah, just on writing emails about it. Not yeah. you guys. Not guys get us. off just writing emails about it. Okay. Also, vor porn, a fetish about being eaten alive, is a big thing. So I promise you somewhere out there, someone's ultimate fantasy is absolutely being chained to a fence and being beaten to death with a wrench.
1: Fair enough. Fair. Now, yeah. if that's your thing you be you yeah yeah as long as it doesn't hurt anybody there don't you
0: go. Uh, don't actually get beaten to death i don't recommend it i don't recommend that okay yeah. uh number two my parents were big fans of dave barry in the late 90s and early 2000s i'm very familiar with the film big trouble <laughs> i brought that movie up a couple times also uh also weeples. Weeple. oh no oh, yeah. whoopies whoopies in fact i never knew what those little cotton balls with the googly eyes and antenna had a name yeah they're called whoppies.
1: Are they sure they're? Because those she are Weeples. Weeples. Well, Weeples, I think, are like Fisher Price characters. Well, they were the Weebles and they yeah. wobbled. No, she's right. Weeples. Weeples. Yeah, I think you're a little, I think you're the one who's wrong here. They are weeples. I seem to remember them being called whuppies. They might be called. But those things, those else. things were everywhere. Oh and yeah, they, I had a bunch
0: of those. Uh, number uh, number three, the Tingler. Yes, I own it as well as the Vincent Price versions of House of Wax and House on Haunted Hill on DVD. It's such an underrated movie, and my grandpa had in fact seen it in theaters when it was first released, and had fun stories to tell about the experience. Oh,
1: that I'm must so been jealous. so cool. I would have, I would have uh, loved to have seen pretty much any William any Castle. Any William Castle no, like,
0: premiere, yeah. But Tingler
1: would be the number one, T- definitely. Tingler, Tingler's
0: far and away at the, the top, but any Tingler of them, and really. 13
1: Ghosts would be my number two. Go with Illusiono. Yeah, I actually just like 13 Ghosts. I think 13 Ghosts is a good movie. 13
0: Ghosts is fine, yeah, I think yeah. it's a
1: good haunted, house. it's not well, a great haunted house look, movie, but like, it's a good one.
0: I will call William Castle a good director. He's mm. not just a, a fun marketer. I, I actually like his movies. Mm. Uh, number four, I noticed Earth 2 is still on your Amazon wish
1: list. Uh, Yes, but there were two Earth 2s. There was Earth 2 with a number, and that was the recent one that we did. And then there was Earth 2 with Roman numerals, which was, I think it was like a TV movie that was made from a pilot. I'm going to look it up just to confirm. All right. yeah, there, yeah, there were two Earth 2s. Yeah, 1971. So
0: we have not yeah. yet done the 1971 Earth 2, but we yeah. did do the 1994. Four or two, whenever you, that year was.
1: Uh, uh, yeah, it was in the 1990s. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, number five. By total coincidence, I was in fact editing a Wonder Woman porno for someone while nice. listening to your Wonder Woman pilots episode. <laughs> and I honestly didn't realize it until one of the costume in one of those pilots you described was looking like one of the costumes from a Wonder Woman porn. What a someone weird coincidence. Uh, that's when it suddenly clicked that, that that was exactly what I had been looking for the entire time. And it gave me a good chuckle. I'm glad uh, we could help point you in the right direction. It's
1: weird when you produce mm. content like podcasts or imagine it must be the same with music or movies or whatever, mm. where people can consume it while doing other stuff. Mm. And then you think to yourself, what's someone doing? I really hope someone's getting laid to us. Wouldn't that be great? Hi. <laughs> good job. If you like, if, if you're getting down, good job. Good job. Like I'm curious you're, you're if, doing that right. I'm curious. I know a lot of people listen to like podcasts on like their commute or mm. while they do things around the house, their chores, whatever. That's when I do most of it is yeah. those two situations. I'm curious if any one of our listeners listens to the podcast while doing an unusual task. Like <laughs> their job is like, yeah, mm. I isolate nucleotides oh. at a at a nuclear power plant. All right. That's that's what I do. And I listen to your <laughs> so like your podcast helps this nuclear power plant. Keep running.
0: I, I was listening to your podcast when I discovered the Higgs boson. Oh,
1: great. <laughs> <laughs> Neat. That's like, really
0: great. Yeah, let
1: us know if you do interesting or like unusual things. we listening to your yeah. podcast because um, that's cool. I love yes. knowing that we helped a Wonder Woman porno get made in a small way. In a small way. We very push, push, tiny pushed way. it along
0: a little way. <laughs> yeah. um, there are two more points. Uh, okay. Number six, please review the retcon filled trash fire. That is Caprica. Especially if it gets Whitney to finally see all of the reboot for Battlestar Galactica. I'm still hoping to hear uh, Cavemen, the event, the pilot for the 17th Precinct, Cows, and perhaps Constantine.
1: Um, cows, I th- cows? I think cow- is Cows the David Lynch one. I don't know if that actually got made. Mm-hmm.
0: No, you're thinking of Dreams of the Bovine. Oh, that that was the un, that was the unmade David Lynch cows show. Okay, <laughs> that was something he pitched and no one wanted it because yeah. it's a weird idea. Because it was
1: just people chewing their cud on a porch. Yeah, like, like that he was pitched it. That was the he, whole
0: thing. he pitched it as it, it was a sitcom about people that used to be cows. That's the only way he said it. Like there was no sort of like magical catalyst. Just people yeah. who used to be cows. And, and here's how he pitched it. And they do things like sit on the porch and just watch traffic go by.
1: I would watch that show. Well, I mean... Uh, You'd watch, I, it it. watch it because David Lynch did i
0: watch it because David Lynch did it. Anyone if anyone
1: else did that show, like, can hmm. you imagine? Here's that... Take that pitch. Oh. But, okay, that, that sounds terrible. But David Lynch is doing it. Okay, he could make that work. <laughs> now, imagine you hear that pitch and it's like, okay, then they, they used to be cows and they watch traffic go by while they chew their cud. Hmm. And it's brought to you by Len Wiseman, the mm. guy who did the Underworld movies.
0: And I'd, and I'd start running.
1: Yeah. Doesn't that I'd run doesn't sound like you just direction? don't want to see that one? Like, oh, yeah. Zack Snyder's doing it. Pass. <laughs> Pass. That's not his wheelhouse <laughs> at all. No thank you. Uh, but uh, yeah, all of those are on the list, including Constantine. Yeah. I think Cows is something we need to look up. But like, Constantine, is, we're saving for our kind of Uh, Theme Mm. month, which is somewhere in the future, but not because the
0: character came back in like an actual regular capacity on another on Legends of Tomorrow. Tomorrow.
1: Yeah, so um, Mm. yeah, it doesn't quite fit, Mm. but it. Kind of does. Right. So we're saving that one. Sa- but the other ones are all on our list.
0: Yeah. Uh, and number seven, if you're still interested in reality TV, one season wonders, and want to review something that will truly make you hate yourself and many aspects of our society, I may suggest the show Bridal Plasty.
1: Oh, that sounds horrible. already. It
0: featured 12 contestants, all women who are brides to be, and they were competing for, yes, plastic surgery procedures. Like, that was their prize? Each woman had a plastic surgery wish list. Oh. At the end of each episode, whoever won the wedding theme challenge of the episode would get one of their desired procedures and then, yes, absolutely appear and compete on the following episode, or two, covered in gauze or tape, et cetera, drugged up and fresh from their surgical procedure.
1: Wow. Oh, that sounds like a Tales from the Crypt episode. Doesn't it? Does it? it sounds like we're waiting for like yeah. an ironic reversal. Yeah, later. yeah,
0: yeah. Jeez, uh, the woman who made it to the end of the show and won the whole thing got an all-expenses paid wedding and, you guessed it, every plastic surgery procedure on her wish list. A friend of mine who loves bad reality TV introduced, me, introduced it to me back when it was on Netflix, and I only made it about halfway through before I couldn't take it anymore. Mm-hmm. If you could make yourselves watch it, I would love to hear your take. Well, anything that will crush my soul, I'm going to put myself in front
1: of. Look, here's my thing about plastic surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, it's your body. Do whatever you want. Yeah. That's fine. I, I, I'll never judge. Like it's it's fine. Um, but um, this sort of weird fetishization of it mm. is that sounds like th- the attitude is like all wrong. Well, the, it that, doesn't sound like it's they're they're portraying it in a healthy way.
0: Also, people think it's really easy. Like you can do it on an outpatient basis. It's surgery. Yeah. you're you're getting it's drugged up and getting yeah. cut up and going under the knife. It's not healthy if you do it too much. And yeah, I mean, yeah. again, again, it's your body. Do yeah. with it what you will, but also understand where the line is. Well,
1: because there's there's a, there there's, a line,
0: there's a line and it can be crossed. Well, um,
1: I guess there's always a line that can be crossed. Yeah, and it, I'm I'm not judgmental about that kind of thing, mm. but. Yeah, it sounds like that show has a weird attitude about it. Yeah, but I'm a little flip. And uh, uh,
0: right. uh, she also includes, uh, lastly, here's a list of my favorite shows so you can tell me how canceled I am. Okay. Well, we're not linoleum knife, but we can steal their shtick for this this uh, one event. That's fine. Um, Futurama. Classic. Excellent. The Simpsons. Uh, seasons 1 through 10. <laughs> yes, 1
1: through 10. I would actually go so far as to say seasons 2 through 10.
0: First <laughs> finding their in the first one's one. good, but they didn't really
1: get great And for uh, but like yes, that's a yeah. the, that's that's the sweet spot. That's a sweet
0: spot. Uh, Spaced. One of my favorites. Spaced is a fine show. Uh, I, I never watched all of it, but I liked what I've seen. Yeah. Uh, the Venture Brothers. I'm fun
1: I, fun moments throughout. I watched The Venture Brothers for like 3 or 4 seasons and then I forgot they kept making more of it. There's still they made so much I actually don't like oh, I don't know if I have time to catch up on all of it now. <laughs> but I did dig the show when yeah. I watched it. Uh
0: Torchwood. I'm not a fan of Torchwood, but I am a fan of the fact that it is one of the only pieces of popular media to, media to feature a bisexual male as the lead character.
1: Mhm. That's like, cool.
0: like the only one
1: <laughs> torchwood is a show that i find really uneven it's either mm. like just okay or it makes me ball my eyes out there's a story <laughs> about a guy who becomes a ghost but in the world of torchwood when you die that's it it's just you blink out of existence mm-hmm. so he's just trapped Ah, he's just trapped no one no one will ever see him he has no way to communicate with everyone and it's just going to be depressing for forever and it <laughs> Killed me. It's one of the most. It's one of the saddest episodes. It's great, but it's one of the saddest episodes of television I ever saw. Nah. I can never take that away. It All was really right.
0: great. Um, Star Trek: The Original Series. Of cool. Star Trek. Uh, Firefly. Haven't seen cool. it. Uh, Rick and Morty.
1: I don't the one I'm behind on, but it mm. is a very, very good show.
0: It's, it's a good show. Um, it's one of those things like The Big Lebowski or South Park where the show is better than uh, like the rabid fan base.
1: Yeah. A lot of like people on like their attitudes about liking a show and mm. what they think that means about them that mm. they like a show. Like what, what sort of behaviors are okay or what sort of attitudes or mm. uh, what sort of themes they should be going along with are... Um, yeah, not good. Yeah, not not yeah. healthy all the time. Some, uh, not yeah. everyone, in fact, majority of people are probably great, but like some mm. of the more vocal ones Knock that
0: off. Yeah, the, the whole Szechuan sauce incident is, oh is yeah, proof positive. Um, Scrubs, never seen it. Uh, that's
1: a, that's a good show. All right. that's uh, a really good show. Breaking
0: Bad, never seen Great it. Show. Uh, Thirty Rock, uh, I liked what I've seen. I've seen maybe seven, eight, ten episodes. I want to like that show so much
1: more than I actually do. Oh yeah, like, I just I just don't laugh that much when I'm watching. Uh, I like a lot of the characters, but for some reason, there's something about the humor where it feels a little. It feels so designed. Like it feels like everything A little too just, writerly A little too writerly yeah. for me And it just doesn't feel natural After no. a while And I just I can't quite get into it I like but what I've seen it, It's not bad It just doesn't do it for me
0: Alec Baldwin Why are you wearing a suit? It's after 5pm What am I? What am I? A farmer? <laughs> 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 Some good, good lines funny, in there Yeah okay. um, And finally, Parks and Recreation. Also never seen it.
1: I have never seen an episode of Parks and Recreation. I know everyone tells me it's amazing. Never seen an
0: episode. Uh, Thank you for such a wonderful podcast, and my apologies for another long letter. Uh, Ms. Johnny X Star. Well,
1: you're not canceled.
0: You're not canceled. Yeah,
1: you had like one episode that we didn't watch. (laughs) Like <laughs> that's it, but like other than that, mm-hmm. you're great. Yeah. These are all awesome shows. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you so much for writing in and for listening to every episode. Every episode, especially we didn't Jeez. start the show. Like you know, if you're going back, mm-hmm. like that's really cool. Um, thank you, yeah, and, 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 and thank you to everyone who listens to the show every week. Thank everyone who just started.
0: If, and if you're a subscriber, we get you more content. We're running behind on our uh, last month's monthly movie.
1: Yeah, which, I, which, which I screwed we, uh, up on that.
0: Uh, well, we, we've watched it, but you know, finding uh, some recording time is difficult for me these days because my son's on summer vacation. So yeah. it's been a little harder. But uh, we do have uh, two monthly movies coming in rapid succession pretty soon. Yeah, before the for, end of the month, you're going to get
1: two episodes of the Cancel Too Soon monthly movie. That's available in the $5 tier. Also at the $5 tier, you get to vote for an episode of the show every single month. Mm-hmm. That's what you get for that. For uh, if, for ten dollars or more, you get our bonus podcast, Only the Best, in which we review every single Academy Award nominated uh, film Picture, for Best Picture. Yeah. Every every single Best Picture nominated the Academy Awards. And we're doing it in order. Yeah. And so we're about what, to approach year three. Year four. Year four, yeah. okay. Uh, so that's super exciting. Oh no, I guess we're no. It's year three because for th- 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 year yeah, one... year,
0: year three, and then yeah. year four is coming shortly. Thereafter.
1: Ye- year four might take us a little bit longer because we actually have to go to the UCLA archive to watch a couple of things mm-hmm. because some of them aren't readily it's the available. O- only way to get it. Yeah. Um, in fact, even tracking down a VHS copy of Disraeli was actually like <laughs> like pulling teeth. So. But that's coming up uh, soon as well, and also uh, we just sent out like a bunch of prize packs for Mm -hmm. people in our uh, our our upper echelon tiers, Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, we need to schedule a new Google Hangout for that. Yes, we will. So there's more stuff coming. So thank you, everybody. You can find all that stuff on Patreon.com/slash canceled too soon that's canceled with one l um there are other perks as well you can assign us articles to write for our website criticallyacclaimed.net, which uh, is also a kinda, hub
0: for all of our work kind of burying the lead there say that again you can assign us articles oh yeah
1: yeah you can be our <laughs> editor uh you're contributing to <laughs> our to our output and for ten dollars or more it's ten dollars right ten dollar yeah uh for ten dollars or more uh, a month You get uh, two articles a year One for me One for Whitney mm. um, In which we'll write Whatever you want us to write And we're finding our groove With that But um, a lot of people Ask us to do some Really interesting stuff Yeah So um, we're trying to do it As much as possible In the order in which It was received So Again. some people ask for stuff That requires a little bit More research than others So we're mm. we're going to find A groove with that real soon uh, But you can do that And that's your content You sponsor it We'll put your name on it I mean you didn't write it But like you know We'll say sponsored by you mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you know, you, you read a lot of websites. I'm sure you do. Everyone does. Um, and they don't always make the content you want to see.
0: So we'll we'll let
1: you dictate. As long as it's in our wheelhouse, like we'll tell you if it's like something that we're we're
0: totally unqualified Mm -hmm. for, but you know, it's like write, write an essay on the the cinema of Nigeria. Well, you know, I'd need to start from scratch there. Yeah. That's that's
1: actually like a big topic and mm -hmm. that's not really our wheelhouse, but like, if you want, like, you know. You want to talk about the step up movies? I'm mean, your yeah, dude. Yeah. I want like, to
0: talk about Hellraiser? I'm no. there. But
1: like we'll watch anything. Like we'll watch stuff, and we're, yeah. that's part of the thing is we have to watch a lot of stuff. Um, yeah. I,
0: I, I had to do a whole season of Hannibal. Yeah, I was an assignment.
1: Yep, that's and, a good one right there. Yeah. I have to watch a, a, a German show about a cop with a dog partner called Inspector Rex. All that's right, my, that's my next thing. That sounds fun. It does. I just mm. have to. I just have to carve out the time. Mm. Um, so all of that's the thing, and you can do that at patreon.com/slash. Cancelled Too Soon Don't forget again You can email us soon at gmail.com uh, You can tweet us At canceledcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm at William Bibiani I'm at Whitney Seibold And um, yeah We'll see you next week For Emily's reasons Why not She doesn't want to do stuff And she has good reasons I guess <laughs> And that's a wrap folks We'll see you next season Why not <laughs>